This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Mariners Potters. Today we get a chance to sit down with Emerson Hancock, pitching this year, of course, for the Arkansas Travelers. He's had himself... Really nice run, including a stint at the Futures game. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about everything he has done to overcome some early health issues. He's had a tremendous run so far. We'll also talk about his time at the University of Georgia and so much more. But we start the conversation with how this season has gone for him. Yeah, having a lot of fun. You know, it's a lot of fun to to be able to compete, you know, week in and week out to be with this team and you know, put a couple of good starts together, and it's it's just a blast. You know, the weather's cooled off a bit. You know, that might have a have a lot to do with it, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. What's been the biggest key for you? Yeah, I, mean, I think the biggest key for me has just been health. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know what I can do when I'm out on the field, and I know um, how I like to prepare week in and week out, and how I like to work on things. So, if I could, as I stayed healthy through this year, I've just felt more like myself, and I'd be able to go out and compete and, and just perform, which is uh which has been awesome for me. We know you've struggled through a couple of different issues, and it's the part that, as outsiders, we don't get a chance to really experience. It's all the work that goes in behind the scenes to get healthy and stay healthy. How challenging was that? Yeah, it's difficult. It is difficult. I mean, you have the kind of the difficulty of kind of being away from people and not being able to perform and play. So that's, that's the first struggle. And the second is, you know, the, the different change of mindset where you have to kind of like take a step back and, and, and realize, you know, what, is, what do I need to do to get me back on the field and how do I stay there? And so just a couple issues that I've had, you know, we've worked right through them. The Mariners have been unbelievable with just the people they've surrounded with me. And, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of work. It's just almost just as much work it is now, you know, to just be able to perform on a weekly basis. It is get back to the field, but I'm back. I feel great, and you know, really couldn't be grateful for the people that helped me get back here. Uh, it's shown on the field. It's been so fun to watch from afar. For Mariner fans that have never seen you pitch, and I'm assuming that's a lot of them have never seen you. Describe yourself as a pitcher. Yeah, I'm gonna use three pitches. I'm gonna use a fastball, a slider, a changeup. I've always felt like I can use them in any count. I want to throw a bunch of strikes. I want to get quick outs. I want to get deep into the ball game. And, you know, along the way, I'm super competitive, a little bit of fire every now and then. And at the end of the day, I just want to win. And if I'm able to put my team in a good position to win, then I felt like that was a quality start. And that's just kind of how I take it, you know, on a game-to-game basis. How much do you think you've evolved as a pitcher, even from your time at Georgia? A bunch. I mean, I feel like I've gotten a lot better just in terms of, you know, realizing location and and, and watching hitters and and knowing where to miss and knowing certain counts and pitches. And I just feel like my stuff's gotten better as as we've gone on. So, again, it's it's been one of those things is the more that I'm out there, the more that I'm able to – just kind of learn and take one little thing away from each outing and just kind of try to just build on that. Well, you were explosive in the Futures game. Before we talk about 
that on the mound. How was that experience, just the whole experience being in L.A. for the Futures game? Yeah, it was awesome. It really was. It was a blast to be there, you know, to kind of get in as, as busy as, as it was. Mm-hmm. To be at Dodger Stadium, the, the fans, the energy, the excitement, and the group of guys that you're with, it was an experience, you know, I'll remember for, for the rest of my life for sure. Was there a guy or two that you were most interested in getting a sit-down with, chatting with while you were there? I talked to uh, Taj Bradley a little bit, um, Jack Leiter. I threw to Dylan Dingler, and we, we kind of had a, a pretty good relationship. But, you know, those are just kind of the main guys. But, you know, every guy in that clubhouse, it was a lot of fun to watch them play, to be honest. They're, they're really good players, and, you know, obviously you know, it, it was a lot of fun to compete, you know, next to them. And, of course, on the mound, you struck out the side in that outing. How would you describe that outing? How good did that one feel? Yeah, it felt great. You know, to be honest, it really did. You know, coming out the bullpen was a little bit of a, a foreign world for huh. me, but once we got up there and settled down and you just able to just lock in with the catcher, it was a lot of, I had a lot of adrenaline going, but it was uh, definitely the uh, uh, couldn't write a better ending for that experience, and for sure, it was a lot of fun. With the big club, Logan Gilbert, of course, George Kirby have had huge impacts for the Mariners so far this season. Those are a couple guys you spent a lot of time with. What's it been like from afar watching all the success they've had? They deserve it. You know, they, I couldn't be happier for them. I got to uh, spend a bunch of time with, with both of them, and that they work hard. They're unbelievable pitchers. They're even better people. And just to kind of see them and the success they're having, it, it's it's so cool, you know, because you, you make those relationships with those guys. You know what they're about. You know how much they care. And you just see them having success, man, it, it means a lot. Of course, you're working every day. Uh, there's a lot going on with Arkansas. How much do you stay in touch with what's happening with the big club? Yeah, well, I try to keep in touch with, you know, what's happening with the – try to check the scores and the stats all the mm-hmm. time. You know, I try to check in with uh, Logan and George and, and Brash every now and then just because – that's kind of been the guys that we came up with. And at the end of the day, you kind of want to give them their space, too, because they got busy schedules. It's, I'm sure it's stressful, but um, it was a lot of fun to, to watch the game last night. You know, anytime we get a chance, if the game's not over at a bad hour, I'll try to turn on the game and watch it. It is kind of amazing. You just rattled off three names right there. And of course, you've been there, Dollard as well. The arms that you have been around in just a short amount of time, it's pretty amazing to think about. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about the the guys that were all together on the same teams, kind of coming up last year, it was it was mm-hmm. a blast. It really was to to have a guy like that every time you ran out there, just to be able to watch them, to be able to learn from them, and then on top of that, I mean, they're great people to be around. So you know, you kind of get it all in one. And your teammates with Dollard now, who I just continue to marvel at his numbers through the course of the year have been pretty amazing. You've had a front-row seat of watching Dollard this year. How would you explain what's made him so good? I mean, first of all, it's just been awesome to watch. I mean, I think you said it best. I, I got to see it, you know, for for majority of the year, and the consistency that he's had the whole year has been unbelievable. You know, it, it's just he goes out there every single time, and he's going to give us a really good quality start. He's going to strike people out, and he's just going to locate. He's going to locate. He's going to move the fastball at every corner around the zone. He's going to make really good pitches when he has to. And his slider, and he'll tell you this, the slider is his pitch. It is a really, really good slider. He can command it. He can throw it um, kind of down out of the zone when he needs to for strikeouts. And 
it's been awesome. You know, I couldn't be happier for him. And, uh, you know, hopefully he finishes really strong. And, you know, it's been, been a heck of a year so far for him. Do you have a favorite pitch of yours? Yeah, I, I, right now I think it's definitely my changeup is my favorite pitch. Mm. Um, something that I've thrown a, a good bit amount this year, kind of when I needed to. And it's definitely the pitch I think I have the, the most comfort with. So. How do you develop it and get it to the point where you're at with it now? I mean, I remember when I was 10 or 11 years old, you know, my pitching coach always told me, you know, even going up through high school, he's like, your changeup's your best pitch. Huh. Your changeup's your best pitch. And, you know, it's it's tough sometimes, you know, because majority of the people, you know, they, they love throwing sliders. And I, I love my slider. That's nothing saying against it. But, you know, when you have a really good feel for that pitch and you can kind of command it and locate it, I feel like it can definitely help me out. So we'll just see how I use it, you know, down the road. Do you have a favorite moment from this season so far? I think the the first time that I went, you know, seven innings again, you know, I think we were in Tulsa, and I told our uh, pitching coach, I told Sean McGrath that that was the first time I've gone seven innings since March of 20. Mm. And it was kind of like, wow. You know, like, it just felt so much, again, like myself. And, like, you know, like the things that, like, that, that's kind of like the expectation and the standard that I hold myself to. I want to go deep. I want to get six or seven. And, you know, not having that last year and then this year, you know, as the pitches go up, you know, I was like, man, I need to be more efficient. I need to get quicker outs. I want to go deeper in the game. And, you know, once I got through seven, it was like, all right, that that felt really good. And, you know, luckily got to do it again, you know, last week. And it just kind of turns into that's kind of what I'm striving for. That's kind of the expectation. So, that, that for sure, for me, just selfishly, that's been my favorite moment. You mentioned McGrath. Who are a couple of people in the org that have really helped you out along the way to get you to the point where you're at right now? I mean, I, I think for me, I have to start with the training staff. Hmm. I mean, for sure, I think it starts with with John Walker. Um, every single time I've had an issue, he's done everything possible he can to to put me in front of the right people. If if that's not himself, you know, he always knows what to do. Um, Ari Ronick was there every step of the way for me during rehab this year, just trying to get me back to the field. And then, you know, the, the pitching coaches, you know, Matt Pierpont has been great for me. Sean McGrath, he was with, with this at Everett last year. He came to Arkansas. I mean, those are the people that I think for sure. And there's so many other people, you know, Eric Quinney helped me a bunch when we were in Everett last year as a trainer. Amanda Lee right now is, is really, really good. So a bunch of people. I hate I hate naming them because I always feel like I leave somebody out, but there's there's so many great people, you know. It's so interesting. We were talking about Gilbert and Kirby, and it's funny. It really wasn't that long ago that they were where you are now, pitching a double A, and here they are having uh, a major impact. How much do you think about that? Just the the fact that we've seen guys in your spot springboard so quickly and. That can happen for you at any point. How much is that in your mind? It's always there. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it, it always is there. You know, but for me, I, I just always operate when I try to take things as like a start-to-start basis. And, you know, when I start thinking about things outside of that and I start thinking things too much farther down the road, you know, maybe you lose a little bit of focus, maybe you lose a little bit of intensity. So it's always there. You know, that that's the goal. You, you want to be there. You want to be with the – the Mariners, you want to contribute to them winning in any way possible. But at the end of the day, you know, I have a start each week here for the Travelers, and I'm trying to get better, and I'm trying to work towards that goal. So it's kind of a balance. Well, give us a, a little look at 
Emerson Hancock off the field. What's your ideal off day right now in Arkansas? What do you like to do? To be honest, um, I normally try to go into the field for a little bit. You know, whether it's you know for a workout or for it's just moving around or for throwing. I haven't played too much golf. You know, we've made a couple trips up to Springfield. Where we've gone and played Payne's Valley and, and Ozarks National, and those have been great. But really, it's just, it's just kind of taking it easy on the off day. That's once I can kind of get my work done in the morning, the afternoons, or maybe lay by the pool, maybe get a really good dinner at night. I'm pretty simple. Do you have anything you're into in the off season? I definitely think I'm going to play a little golf more. Okay. I think I'm going to play a little more golf. I'll play some golf more. Going to try to make it up to see a couple of Georgia Bulldogs football games because those are can't miss. <laughs> and uh, if I can do that, you know, on the weekends, that'd be a great off season. And go to the beach. The beach is my favorite place. If I can mix in some football games and some weekends down at the beach, man, that would be awesome. That doesn't sound too bad at all. How's Georgia going to be this year? As long as Kirby Smart's there, we're going to be good. <laughs> as long as he's recruiting and, and he's the head man, I think I think Georgia fans are, are always in a good spot. But I haven't really kept up, kept up with it, depending on who we got back and returning, but I'm sure they'll be fine. It's such a high level of baseball that you played at Georgia. How much did that help your development, playing in that conference? A lot. A lot. I mean, a lot of the – they always say it in football it's a gauntlet. I mean, it's the same thing in baseball, mm-hmm. though. You know, week in and week out, if, if you're trying to, to make a postseason run and set yourself up in that position to, to host a regional, to host a super regional, there's not a week off. Because any time one of those teams can, can get hot and they can beat you and it can hurt the season. So, I mean, it was – the, the preparation for it, again, was really kind of the same like it is now. There's there's good players everywhere in the SEC. That's, that's, about, that's as good as it gets just in terms of the talent and the coaching and for sure the environment. So that was, that was cool. Did you have a favorite moment at Georgia? Yeah, I would definitely say there were uh, – I, I think I had two of them. I think the, the first one was my first start. Because I remember people talk, uh, I remember the night before was a Friday night, and, uh, and Kevin Smith threw, and I had to chart pitches next to our pitching coach, and I was nervous then. Hmm. So it was like, this is, you know, as a kid that grew up in the red and black and, and dreamed of representing the University of Georgia in any way possible, to have that jersey on for the first time, and to just chart pitches, you know, the hand was shaking a little bit. So having a good first start, and then my sophomore year, um, I believe it was a Saturday. We were playing Alabama. It was kind of a senior day for those guys. And I got to be able to start. I pitched well. We won the game. And, you know, some of those guys that had been around the program when it wasn't as good as it had been those last couple of years and they stuck through it, to win that game for them, that meant a lot for me. Hey, what are your goals the rest of the way? What would you like to accomplish this year? I, I want to finish strong. Yeah. I, I really do. That, that's something that means a lot to me. I, I want to finish strong. I feel like at the end of the year, if you can be peaking and you're pitching your best baseball, then you did something right. And so I think I have five starts left. I'm going to give everything I have for these next five starts. And then whatever is the plan next, whatever's the next step, just just looking forward. Just looking forward to that next challenge. What do you think your offseason is going to look like? What, what would you like to achieve before next season? I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. I got a lot, a lot of work to do. Um, again, it's it's one of those things that I, I try not to look too far ahead of it because then I'll get ahead of myself. Mm. But just the things that that I have in mind in terms of in terms of training, in terms of you know how I might want to 
you know, improve my mechanics, improve my pitches. There's always stuff to, to work on. And I think that's something that, that I've learned this year is like, you can always push those boundaries a little bit more and just try to get better in small areas that are going to show up on the field. And I, I couldn't be more excited, you know, for the remainder of my starts, but I also, you know, couldn't be more excited for the off season and just the work that, that I feel like I'm going to be able to put in. When you were a kid growing up, when did you realize that this could be a possibility, that you could be a pitcher in the pros, a pitcher in the major leagues? I think after my sophomore year of high school, we were playing up in a travel ball tournament near Atlanta, and I got my first college offer. Mm. You know, And that was the moment where it was like, okay, like this is, this is a legit possibility and opportunity for me. Now, obviously, that offer wasn't from the only school that I wanted to go to, which was the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. But it gave me something to work towards. And um, I, I remember, you know, early on, it was kind of tough to kind of get Georgia's eye, and that was kind of discouraging. But once I did, it was, it was a done deal. That's where I wanted to go to school. Hmm. Were you a Braves fan growing up? Yeah, absolutely. Who were your guys? I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've mimicked Chipper Jones's batting stance in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, it, it was always something to to do. You know, you could if you could do both sides of Chipper Jones, you, you were a pretty good player in the backyard. Smoltz was, I mean, obviously a lot of fun to watch. But for, I always just think of Chipper, you know, when I think of, like, my childhood. Hmm. Well, Emerson, thank you so much for taking as much time. You gave us a lot of time this morning. We really appreciate it. Uh, Congratulations on all this success. We'll be watching. Thanks. Absolutely, Gary. Thank you.